I remember like recalling using my nose to do something on my Apple Watch. Or like, <laughs> I've like, done that. A, like really? answering, answering a call, yep. like someone's calling me, I have something in my hand, or I'm doing something, and then using my nose to actually answer a call. So imagine just being able to do this to answer the call now. Right. So, or use your tongue, just but, uh, uh, <laughs> do what you can. I, I never do what you can. I never use right. the tongue to, to answer. <laughs> you guys are getting pretty so, wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so what did you guys think yesterday? I Apple think, event. Okay. I mean, it was, um, it was just like I expected it to be. It was like... Um, like a lot of excitement. I know people were just waiting. Tim came out, you know. People got that energy mm-hmm, going, mm-hmm. so that was cool. But uh, yeah, there was some things that were expected and not expected. I mean, what about you? Um, yeah, you mentioned Tim coming out. People at home don't see that actually. That's true. So that's just a little a little treat for us here at Apple Park. We get the hello, we get the good morning with the with the clapping and the and the and the the uproar. Um, and then when you're watching at home, you get this more subdued good morning. And uh, one thing that's interesting, you know, aside from all the announcements, is that when we are seeing the announcements and hearing stuff, and we're hearing the applause happen, so they announce something, the applause happens, and it's, like, exciting, right? But when you're at home, you hear none of that. Mm-hmm. Right. You just hear, yeah. like, I, w- I went back to the Vision Pro when I watched it, and he's like, we have one more thing. And it was, like, so different when he says we have one more thing, and it's just silence. Yeah. Whereas when we were there... You hear everybody like getting super hyped up. So, um, but yeah, but for, as far as the event went, I was more. I think there were more things that surprised me than than that were just things I expected to see. Okay, In, interesting. Um, yeah, so it wasn't very. Wait, last time. For, by the way, last time we were on the Mac Rumors podcast. I know what you're going to say. Here. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. you said you don't follow these. I don't things. follow rumor because I I, I want to be surprised when I go. Right. In. I don't want to go with expectations or anything. So, it wasn't very product heavy, but mm-hmm. I did like the changes and the things that were announced. Right. So Apple Watch. You know, year over year they make a new Apple Watch. Yep. I didn't expect the gesture control. I'm not sure if that was something that was going to be rumored or anything, but that was that was like really cool. And I was thinking yep. about ways. I would use that on my Apple Watch, right? I was mm-hmm. thinking about ways I can implement that into everyday life. Because there's been many times where I was doing something. I remember, like, recalling using my nose to do something on my Apple Watch. Or, like, <laughs> I've like, done that. A, like really? answering, answering a call. Yep. Like, someone's calling me. I have something in my hand. Or I'm doing something. And then using my nose to actually answer a call. So, imagine just being able to do this to answer the call now. Right. So, or use your tongue. Just but, I, uh, <laughs> do what you can. I, I never do what you can. I never All use right. the tongue to, to answer. <laughs> you guys are getting pretty so, wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I was happy about that. Um, I was happy with obviously the new iPhone, uh, iPhone Pro. Yep. Um, I was enjoying the the action button. It's mm-hmm. it's it's the first change for a very long time. It wasn't the mute switch or the mute toggle there from the original iPhone? Yeah, from the original. So like I mean, first time ever. So that is the first time that has changed, yes. right? So the very first time it's changed. So you know things like that. It's just it's really hard to change everything year over year. But new materials, new camera system, new button, USB C. I mean. What what is there more that you could ask for, right? Got a lot. So I was very I was very I was very happy. Okay, yeah. Let, let's let's jump into uh, some of these announcements. So first was the the video, the opening video, right? Where we got a look at how Apple's different technologies end up basically save for lack of a better term, they're saving lives, yeah. right? Whether it's rescuing people who are stranded somewhere, um, or alerting people to a potential heart issue with right. their Apple Watch. Um, for right. me, I always I always love seeing those. I know it's, it's kind of controversial because some people think Apple is using the fact that these products can save lives as a, as a selling ta- like for sales. To, to, but why wouldn't you? Of course, like, why yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, just it, the thing is that it's these are things that you don't think about when you're getting into a car crash. You're not you're not thinking right. about that. It just happens, mm-hmm. right? And then the, these. These services and these features are built for that. Yeah, for, and to, to yeah. save your life. Yeah, yeah, and so you know, I have, I have, an, I have an elderly father, and through his insurance, they actually got him an Apple Watch, mm. and it sends uh, like reports, like health reports, to his doctor. So, um, and they they look at his graphs when he when he comes to the doctor's office. They look at his graphs, how it's been for the past month, instead of just like wow. recording it right then and there. They have like a month a month like running log of it, and so. Seeing that and then me having access to his data and health data and when he goes to the doctors, I can bring the reports up and stuff like that. And I don't have to hear from him and, you know, stuff like that just is like, yeah, like I, I totally get it. Because, you know, at first, at first, a long time ago when they're announcing all this health stuff, I'm like, man, this is kind of like ugh, all this health stuff. But then 
it, it impacts me. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, wow, I, like I totally get it now. Like it, it, it gives me a peace of mind to know like what's happening when dad goes to the doctor. Yeah, I wonder what age these things start applying to you. Cause I'm sure there's people out there that are, you know, I don't know, I'm just picking a random number. You're 23 years old yeah. and you're seeing all these features announced and you're like, I don't care. That was I me. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't need a heart. I don't yeah. need to watch my heart rate. That was literally me. Yeah, right? that, that was me. Yeah. But there's a certain age where you hit where it's like, oh, that that sounds good. Yeah. Right. And then the fall detection. Right. Then there's another. Yeah. Uh oh, I'm I'm not steady on my feet anymore. I need that. Yeah. But medical conditions go for all ages. Exactly. So yeah, I used to before I used to do tech. I used to be an ER nurse. So like you can see a lot of people. Some people you think, oh, there's no way that this. 15 year old can have the same ailment that an 80 year old has but sometimes you have like congenital heart stuff and even my wife has svt so um like she'll get rapid heart rates all the time and then she has her apple watch and she just takes that two lead ekg real quick and she's like oh my god i'm i'm at like 150 you know so it's so like it, it's she legitimate it help yeah i mean it's it's, it's it's a cool tool to have if you if you have those kind of right right know, emergency calls and things you might need to make so mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. always there on your wrist. So I think it's it's kind of underrated. I agree. I agree. Uh, let's talk about Apple Watch. That was the first hardware announcement we got yesterday. And so for the first time in, I believe, let's see, it was Series 6. Series 6 got a pretty substantial um, processor boost. And then 7 and 8, they had different chips, but they were like the same speed. So if they add anything to the chip, whether it's, you know, it's a more sensitive motion tracker or anything like that, it's a new series of chip, but it doesn't mean the actual CPU has changed. Yeah. So the CPU hasn't changed since for, for three generations. So now we're getting right. a newer CPU, um, faster, uh, twice as fast neural engine. And that neural engine is what's allowing for what seems to be, based on conversations I've had with people, the most exciting feature of the day, which was the double tap. Yeah, yeah, people yeah, really on the Apple that. Watch. Yeah. So, did you guys try that? I did. I thought it was really cool. Uh, there's a little bit of controversy though, because I think people were saying that in accessibility, you were able to do something very similar yes. before in the past watches. So yes. I, that's a lot of questions that I saw. Is like, why wouldn't it come to the other okay. Apple Watches? Okay. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yes, actually, um, I don't have. I don't just have thoughts. I have an answer. Oh. I have an answer okay. on that one. Mm. So, as you mentioned, there is the accessibility features, and I'm, I don't remember what all those gestures were, but all of those gestures run on the main CPU, and the way that they're detected is different. And so, since the double tap is more of a, like a core feature that, that's going to be put into like any app, or at least all the first-party apps, and then developers can add it to their, to their notifications... Mm. That's running on the neural engine. And the twice as fast neural engine is what's being used in this generation for that specific um, gesture, for the double tap gesture. And I assume any other future gestures that we might see uh, will, be, will be running there as well. So it's just where, where it's processed is different and the method that the um, accessibility stuff is processed um, is different than this. I don't know why it's different. My assumption, and this is just my assumption, is when you have accessibility features, you kind of want the, like, if I double tap and it doesn't work the first time, maybe right. I'm just a little bit frustrated, right? Oh, whatever, I just do it again. But if, I'm, if I have a need that this gesture, you know, I, I'm, I rely on it, I want that to work every time, right? So that's kind of, that's just my assumption. Maybe it's running on the main CPU instead of the neural engine so that it has more power allotted to those things so that for people who really need them to work at all times. But again, that part, um, it's just my my speculation. Okay. I yeah. like that. It's a more of a, I feel like it's more of an extension of accessibility yeah. because I think it's good for us to use, but I think it takes accessibility to the next level. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you tried double tap? Yeah, I did. Yeah, the um, I I enjoyed the pacing of it because a lot of people were like going too fast. Or mm. Just it's a it's like a smooth pacing. It's just a right. It's very, it's very very smooth with it. But for me, I always think about how I could use something right and like how the the apps that I use on my Apple Watch every day, like how would that really come into play? Like if I'm listening to music and just 
pause the music really quick or, you know, anything like that. So, you know, I think, I think it's cool. Any, any way I can access something differently, I'm always, I'm always down for it. And, and like I said before, the whole concept of using my nose to answer a call and now just <laughs> to answer a call. Cause I, I answer a lot of calls on my watch, like more than really. Yeah. Because I, I put my phone down a lot. I don't know where I'm at in the house or my son has my phone, wh- whatever happens. So I, I, I'm, I'm like literally having full conversations on my watch often airpods are just like just on the watch just dick just, just, just kind of like hanging out dick tracy like 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 whispering <laughs> like like whispering what? things yeah I, I don't know why are you whispering I, I don't know you know the whole thing like you talking to your cuff link about <laughs> yeah you know it's, it's that whole concept I don't, I don't know i just end up talking on the, the watch a lot sometimes i take the watch off and just set it next to me and i'm like on my laptop no you're and I'm, not i promise that promise works to you. It, do, it does work pretty well actually i thought once you take your watch off it's like you're not authenticated anymore. It still it still works. Like if I'm on a, if, if I'm currently on a phone call, yes, I could take it off. Mid-call. Take it off mid call. Mid call. Mid call. Just hang it up. <laughs> Just hang it over something. Yeah. Software patch coming. <laughs> yeah. Danny, you, you use your watch for calls. Not really, no, Man. because I, I just I can't have you know I'm I'm that person that doesn't like speaker phone calls in public yeah. and stuff like that. I can't do it. I'm at I don't home. Know about you guys. I'm at home. Wait, let me go back. True at home. But, <laughs> let me go back to Apple Watch though. So, just in general. What do you generally find yourself using your Apple Watch for, aside from phone calls? Like, yeah, do, you, do you use it to the like the max ability? Like, I find that it's like tracking health stuff in the background, right? Yeah, Just in the background. Yeah. Um, if I'm actively doing some sort of workout or going for a walk or whatever, I will I will turn that on, and I I look for my notifications. But I'm not like. I feel like there's a lot of features that I could be using that I almost forget. Yeah. Like, and I'll just take out my phone to do something when I could have done it on my watch. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of it, though. There's, there's, so much, there's so much technology baked into all these products that every person has a different niche for it, right? Like, for me, the Apple Watch is the best golfing watch available. I have a Garmin that's a $700 Garmin watch, and compared to the Apple Watch, the Apple Watch is still better a better golfing watch than the Garmin. The Garmin is a golfing watch. It's made, it's made for golfing. It has like some health stuff kind of baked in and stuff like that, but it's actually designed for golfing. It's a golfing watch, but the Apple Watch is better than the Garmin golfing watch. How so? Um, the display is larger. The display is bigger. Um, battery life isn't as good, but you also can use different apps. The Garmin, you're stuck to the Garmin app, right? You're stuck mm. to their app. Apple Watch has five different golfing apps. And there's actually an, an app that uses the accelerometer to, like, I don't want to get too nerdy on golf, but, oh, like, just go, please, all, all, about, all about wrist angles, right? There's an oh. app that, that you can practice your golf swing, and it tells you your wrist angles. And when your wrist goes in the wrong position, it buzzes. So, it, like, it teaches you how to do a proper swing right on your own wrist. Like, tempo training, like, you want to swing at a certain speed or you want to slow down or you're too fast— the watch will tell you how fast you're moving and all those things. So it would literally draw a diagram of your actual swing. And that's like that's an app you just buy on you for your Apple Watch. So it's just so that right there makes me just use an Apple Watch for golf all the time. But same thing for working out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I you know, whatever, I do like a workout class and just having the stats compared to the stats that they provide in a workout class and they're like one to one. So I have like their wrist, you know, their armband on there. I have an Apple Watch right here, and it's giving me the exact same stats: calories burned and, and everything like that. So I think it's really cool. And then I, I've done one hike before, one hike, one, and I noticed how the Apple Watch adjusted to that because I was doing a hike. Like it had like the breadcrumbs of where I went, elevation changes, and, and, and things like that. So I don't know. Like I, I think as I explore different types of workouts and different types of things, the Apple Watch usually has something for that at this point, mm-hmm. which I, which I think is really cool. Yes. The other thing I use my Apple Watch a lot for is finding my phone. Where'd I put my phone? <laughs> yes. Where'd my phone yes, is, right? for sure. Um, and they added something new. So yesterday they announced when you ping your phone, it will also, on the new Series 9 and Ultra 2, bring you into the Find My experience. So I actually thought that was a different, like, do I want Find My or do I just want to make the... No, if you make the noise, it'll automatically mm. direct you towards your phone. Um, you need to have a Series 9 or Ultra 2 and... An iPhone 15. Right, because it's the ultra-wideband right. chip. Yeah. The second-gen, you know, wider ultra-wideband. I don't think it works in reverse. So, find, yeah. your, find your watch. Yeah, there's no find your watch. That'd be with nice. The, with the, yeah. You can find your watch in the Find My app, but yeah, not with sure. the precision. Yeah, with the pre- yeah, precision. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the big one, yeah. Um, and then there was the, I think that was it for the Series 9, right? It was mostly the double-tap, yeah. faster processor. Yeah, yeah. like a Siri on... Um, like oh, on Siri device. on device, which is I actually I think that's nice. a big one, too. That's a great yeah. one. Can't forget that. Yeah, because 
it's not it's not gonna so anything that has to go through the internet is still gonna have some sort of latency like i was originally thinking because i use siri for the smart home like i can just talk to siri and then yeah. instant but it's still gonna have to hop to the internet to mm-hmm. process that because it's a smart home but if you're asking for anything that doesn't involve uh an internet request it's just instant now which is which is great which is nice especially for um Anything that has to do with like dictating, so you're dictating a text message or anything like that, it uses large language model now. So similar to like the AI, chat GPT kind of stuff, they have that built in. And where they, just based on what you're saying, they kind of know what you sh- are likely saying next, match that with what you actually say, and then figure out how to like have a really precise um, transcript of, of what you just said, which is cool. Okay, so then there was Apple Watch Ultra 2. You, you wear the Ultra. Yeah. What, what do you have, Danny? What you got? I right. usually wear the Ultra, but uh, I'm kind of the uh, the anti, like, uh, I guess I, I like smartwatches, but then mm. I love it when I take it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing, man. I I'm like smartwatches. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I understand exactly. But I love yeah, you know what I mean, though, because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I get a lot of double notifications and things yeah. that I don't want on the watch. Now, I use it strictly for fitness that I like a lot but yeah if my watch of choice is definitely the ultra because just strictly on the screen size and battery life mm-hmm. because yeah, battery the battery life. life is great and it's like all the other watches including other apple watches i've struggled charging it every single day because sometimes i just don't i just forget but i yeah. like that i can get it at least a guaranteed two-day battery life out of it so yeah we, we talk about battery life and kind of go back to the golf example yeah. right so up until the 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 ultra um I couldn't track a whole round of golf. Well, I could, but I had to charge the watch in the car. So, like, 100%, now I'm playing playing golf, and then by the time I'm done playing, it's, like, at 5%. Now I can do a whole round, and I'm still, like, at 45 50 60%. How, how long is a – just for context. Yeah, about, it's, it's about four hours, but it's but it's constantly tracking everything. It's, it's tracking your location, your distance, your, your walking, and your heart rate because it, it tracks it as a workout, too. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of double – it's tracking, like, all the sensors are firing off at the yeah. same time, right? So it's very taxing on the battery. And the Ultra is the only watch that you can literally play around in golf without even thinking about charging it ahead of time or anything like that. And just the peace of mind, because I used to just have to plug it in in the car, and then when I'm about to play, unplug it, put it on, and then plug it in when I'm done type of thing. Mm. And sometimes it would die mid-round. So now I can get everything without thinking about it. So, so the Ultra, when you talk, talk about battery life, especially, you know, we travel a lot too, and not have to really worry about Man, make sure I dock it every single night. Just just know that it, it's there, and then you put in a little power mode and get even more time with it if you need to. Right. Do you think? Do you think that three thousand nit display, which was new on this one, do you think that's going to help you in golf? Though, do you ever have a problem mm. with your current ultra now? No, not seeing it in bright daylight. No, I've I've never ran into an issue with it like that. I've, I've because everything I need to see is just really big numbers. So maybe if it's like small or fine details, but typically it just has like the distance of where I am and nothing real fine details. So I, I don't have a problem with that today. Still crazy though, I suspect. 3,000 3, is that's incredible. Wild, I, that's, I mean, Yeah, I, I can't even figure out how bright that is. Like in, in my head, I, you say something 3,000 nits. I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. Right. No, there's a reason because I don't know any, what displays do I don't think do there's ever, any other watch out there. Like our TVs, which are huge, are usually like 1,000 nits is amazing for yeah. HDR. TV. Yeah. Um, the iPhone 2500, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, Last I mean, year? I don't think anything really hits that. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, that's peak brightness. Right, but peak brightness yeah. on HDR. So, yeah, this is going to be like when you're out in direct sunlight for, like, direct sunlight, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, I guess when you golf, direct sunlight is not what you want to golf in, right? That, that sounds <laughs> I mean, terrible. It, it happens, but but like I said, it's very glanceable. It's just glanceable. I'm not looking at something, but I I would imagine if you're like in Arizona on a on a trail, it's going to look a lot, lot different than me golfing yeah. in Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there, there's different level of Bermuda grass right. and everything. Out there. <laughs> yeah, you know Andrew's a grass expert, expert now. I taught him all about <laughs> grass. He did. He did. I know yeah. how to just with touch grain, the grass. Yeah, and with I know grain against is. grain, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, I know okay. all about that. But it's just. But once again, like. Even if you don't need the spec, knowing the spec is there just in case that one time you need it is, is good. So that's so it's like 3,000 3, nits, fine. Like, yeah. that's good. Maybe I'll never use it, but the one time I need it, I'll say, oh, this, well, I, I can see my watch. But I like specs that are out of the way, like something you don't have to consider. It's just it's there helping you along the way. You don't mm-hmm. have to think about, like, wow, this 3,000-nit screen really kicked in right now. Like, that, right, right. That's, that's not how I walk around talking. So Right, and, that, and that's Apple's thing, right, is there's, the specs are in there, but it's, it's not there to just – be a spec right it's there to help you when you need it like like you said you can't you can't 
turn the brightness up to 3,000 and say, look at my 3,000 nits, right? It's like when you need it, it'll do it. When you don't need it, it's not going to do it. On the opposite end of that, though, now it goes down to one nit as well. That's nice. Yeah. So like in dark conditions, that's going to, it went from two to one. So now you're going to be able to save battery life when you, okay. so that's, I misheard that. I misheard. I thought, I thought they were talking about, for some reason, like the refresh rate goes down to one. I thought they were talking about one Hertz, like the phone. Oh yeah. I was like, but one goes down to one. Yeah. So that's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I'm all about that. These are little things that always add up to big yep. ones. Yep. Yep. Speaking of which, little things that add up to big ones. Let's transition over AirPods. They didn't really talk about this at all. It no, was they like did one not. Of those not too that much. Just didn't get mentioned. Yeah. It, yeah. They, they, just a little. They touched on it because there's the new USB-C case, right? Yep. Now, Kevin, you said you don't follow the rumors. Do you? Follow rumors. It's almost impossible not to. That's what I was going to yeah. ask you. It's like I just still see it through my. I don't feet, know how right? you avoid you know? it. I just, Oh. I just scroll like that. How does that feature work? <laughs> you just scroll, scroll away like that. So, so we have these new AirPods, right? Um, USB-C case. Now, previously, Apple had AirPods Pro and regular AirPods before, and then they released a new case, which was a MagSafe case, right? So same AirPods, new case, and anyone that bought AirPods from then on would get the new case, and anyone who wanted the new case could just buy the case and put their old AirPods in it, right? And that's kind of what the rumor mill kind of expected here. We weren't going to get AirPods Pro 3. Yeah. We were just going to get a new case. Well, apparently, that's not completely accurate. The, these AirPods have a new case, but the actual physical AirPods are redesigned a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I thought not, it was software stuff. No, no, no. It is, they are redesigned slightly. So now they have... Uh, Water and dust resistance. Okay. Whereas AirPods Pro 2 did not. They had one or the other. I forget. But the, the current ones have a water and dust rating. And secondly, only the ones that were announced yesterday will work with Apple Vision Pro as lossless wireless audio headphones. Interesting. Okay. So if you have the AirPods Pro 2 that came with the lightning connector, they will not they will still work with the Vision Pro, but not lossless audio. So Apple has re-engineered or added something with the antennas to make to allow for lossless audio, again, with Vision Pro only. So not with, like, your iPhone or anything else. So, but at the same time, they're still called AirPods Pro, you know, second gen. With USB-C? Yeah, with USB-C. Okay. Mm. So that's, are they calling it with USB-C? Or is it, I, that I'm not easy. sure. Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. tell by looking at the at the at the case, right? And there were some software yeah. features too, right? Some new ones. I think there's, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's uh, adaptive yes. transparency mode now, right? Adaptive, yeah. So those software features are just part of iOS 17. Okay. For AirPods Pro Gen 2, both 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 versions of Gen 2. See, that's that's why it's confusing, yeah, right? right? Yeah, it is. yeah. There's, there's two different versions of Our, a Gen 2 product. Are they pulling Gen Two like off the shelf now, or or just going for? Or, or when you go, when you go to store and buy one, can you say I want USB C, I want Lightning, or is it just? That's a good question. Yeah, I would guess that it's just the USB C version from now on. Yeah, I thought yeah, I was the thing because they actually pulled the battery pack, the MagSafe battery pack with Lightning. That's no longer for sale. Really? Okay. And um, there was one other thing. Oh, MagSafe Duo no longer for sale. Because that's a lightning product as well. Yeah, I still have mine. I'm just like, oh, I can't get rid of this lightning cord just yet. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, get get something else. Get the, get the Mophie. Yeah, Mophie has one that's and it does three instead of two. Oh, yeah, it's a little cheaper. But um, I guess they're trying to fa- phase it out. I mean, there's still the like the the Magic Mouse and the Magic Trackpad. Um, yeah. Obviously, AirPods Max. Yeah, but that'll be interesting. They the, did the eliminate. Yeah, this transition is going to be interesting to see. Um, so, yeah, but that's AirPods. So, same price. If if this wasn't even like you said, it wasn't announced yesterday. These are just like little tidbits that I still don't totally understand why. Like, if you have a new version of a product, usually you want people to know. Yeah. Vision Pro is coming early next year. If you want lossless audio, we have a brand new pair. Like, they didn't do that though. So it's it's like a, more on a DL. Yeah, I think sustainability took a lot of time up. Mm. You know, I think they have like a yep. set time yep. that they want to do this. Speaking of which, Mother Nature. Yeah. Mother Nature. That was cool. That was a funny. Think? That was funny though, I have to say. That was yeah. great. Yeah. It was a good approach. You got to see 
like uh you know like tim being funny and just like i don't know there was just a lot of mm-hmm. stuff to it i think it was really cleverly done i mean that's the one thing i always have to say about apple's video team and this yeah. stuff that they produce is just incredible man and you just watch it and you get blown away and i thought it was good though i thought it was a good segment yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. she she's an amazing actress i i, I don't want to get her name wrong unfortunately because i have like three names in my head i don't want to get it wrong mm. but she's an amazing actress every, every movie she's in she she does a great job and and I think fantastic yeah. I think the the message behind it was great and I think they were able to like rifle off some stats that otherwise could have been a little boring to be yes, honest absolutely but rifle off stats in a funny way mm-hmm. that we still got the message and entertained at the same time and that's kind of the goal of anything you want to entertain people and give a message so you walk away laughing but still informed yeah I think they did a great job uh, maximizing that yeah I almost felt in a way like we all make videos right. And we all, a lot of people who make videos about the the niche that we're in really focus on specs, right? And that video, as I was watching it, I was like, this, this is what it, this is really what it is. Like, they're giving us all the specs in a way that's entertaining. They're not just like, because they have in the past taken the stage and be like, let's talk sustainability, right? And then everybody on Twitter is like, this is the most boring part. What are they doing? Just get to the phone. And I didn't feel that at all when I was watching this. I was just like, you know, a lot of times when I'm watching a piece of content, I'm always like trying to relate it back to like what we do. And I was like, there's something to be learned here. Like, how do we keep it? Anyone, anyone can watch that video yesterday. Anyone can watch that segment. They don't have to be interested in iPhones. They don't have to be interested in the environment. They don't have to be interested in sustainability. Anyone can watch that and walk away entertained. And that's like, that's how I want my stuff to be, too. And I, so it was like a cool reminder. I need to see your review like that, man. Mm, see, well, I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, it's, a slow, it's a slow transition, slow change, right? <laughs> like, I don't, it's, it's hard yeah. to, like, it's, it's theorizing and it's planning, like, how to do it. Like, it, it's not something you can just say, oh, I like that, and then, like, your next video is just right. boom, right? Because your old habits die hard and everything. But it's definitely something that kind of made me take notice. For sure. And say to myself, like, how I watched that and didn't feel bored at all but still got all the information, that's how I want to be able to present information. It's tough, man. That's a, that's a never, that's the never-ending battle. Right, that is. That's, that's, that's battle. a battle for all of us. All right, let's get to the start of the show, iPhones. Yeah iPhones, iPhone 15. Now, we're all iPhone users. We all carry around our iPhones. Um, iPhone 15 gets the 48-megapixel camera, not the exact same one that the uh, 14 Pro had, but same resolution. And I thought that was a pretty big deal because they gave the um, they gave the 2X, mm-hmm. which essentially for the first time on a non-pro iPhone, gives you three yeah. optical lenses. Yep. Three optical, what do you call it? Not lenses, but... Choices. Choices. Yeah, yeah focal length. Focal so, length. Yeah, focal, focal length. yeah. So you can go 2X and get the full, because it's just going into the center of the sensor. Because of the sensor and the megapixel size, right. they're able yeah, to yeah, bend, punch, punch. and also exactly. the output is 24. Right, so you get a 24... It's fantastic. Which is cool. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good way to do that mm-hmm. without a third sensor yeah mm-hmm. what do you think Danny I, I want to hear from you because uh, I know you have opinions on cameras anyone who's yeah. watched Danny's channel he's all about the cameras that's the thing that I was most excited about for sure um, looking at that part of it I think the iPhone 15 actually is a little bit underrated I, at first I was thinking the same thing I was like ah you know what this is I think people are going to pass this by mm-hmm. But then I have to then switch my mode into an average consumer of what they would buy. And I think having Dynamic Island and having these pro features that we saw last year on the essential, like, you know, just iPhone 15, you're just going to get that right off the bat. I wasn't thinking that way. And I'm thinking, well, you get a lot of pro features. You're getting updated cameras. Mm -hmm. And and I know know some people are like, oh, I don't like that it's got the older last generation processor, but it's like... The processor is already great. Right. Like, who cares about that? Don't don't at, get me started on that. Curve. At this, at this and we're getting point, started on it. And I know some people will do that, but I think it was really interesting this year, though, where they definitely segmented the 15 Pro and the Pro Max. Yes. With the zoom, I thought that mm-hmm. was a little bit. Uh, it wasn't we. It wasn't weird because I know they they've done this in the past, but yep. 
I was praising them for unifying the pro lineup because the cameras were the same. And I was like, oh, this is great because right. people that want that smaller phone but th- that want that power. But now you have to get the Pro Max mm-hmm. to get that 5X zoom. Yes. I mean, what do you think about that? And well, it makes sense. Like the the reasoning that they gave both um, size, I think. Yeah, it's the size. So basically, the module that they used would just would not fit into the smaller Pro. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it wasn't that was not a periscope lens, right? It is, yeah. It is it, a periscope it, lens. The way they they do it is it's it's a different. But it seems type, like it's a so, it's, it's not it's not like it's a solid one. Like, yeah, it's just the way that they're refracting light, different things. It's in a smaller package. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing I found, like, super geeked out about was that it the, the stabilization is incredible. It's not just doing an X, Y. It's going on oh, the yeah, it's going too. Yeah. So it's like yeah, that's, that's you're, getting, really good. you're getting all types of incredible stabilization on that. So that's where I'm looking forward to the most on that is photography is going to be great, but the 5X zoom video is what I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to. And, and that's the pro, by the way. So yeah, let, let's, let's stay on the, let's stay on the okay, main stay 15 on the, first. Kevin was about to get mad about people people hating on last year's processor. Yeah, I don't like talk, people... talk to me. Okay, so the thing is, like, what exactly are you doing on your phone where last year's processor is going to <laughs> hinder you? Because that's the thing that bothers me that you know people in the comments will, will say that because you know I make a video and they're yeah. like, oh, it has last year's processor. But but what are you what are you doing though? Like, what exactly are you doing every day where you need the newest processor? If you want the newest processor, go with the pro version of the right. phone. You know what I mean? Like people make a fuss, and they stare at these spec sheets all day long and compare phones on spec sheets. They just don't use the thing, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I I was just using CapCut on on my phone just today, yeah. editing 4K 60 frames per second video. So smooth and so fast. Can you imagine doing that five years ago? Oh, absolutely. Can you imagine doing Impossible. that? It's, it's just people, people get so ahead of themselves, and they stare at these spec sheets, and, and they don't understand what goes into upgrading things and upgrading processors and the price of parts and, mm-hmm. and all those things. And it just, it just makes me really upset that people <laughs> will go to GSM Arena and just look at that all day and think they have the experience of using a product. And, and right. they'll argue you as someone who uses the product for a living. And talks about it mm-hmm. for a living. Sorry about sorry about the rant. Guys. No, no, no. Question though. No, but that's our but that's our audience only. Right. Not the general people. Question no, for, for sure. Yeah. Were you ever that person? No. Never. Never. You were never someone. Even like no. you know, ten years ago, the specs is what matters. Yo, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think I was ever that way. Like like one hundred percent. Because I, I, I'm all. I'm still all about experience. I'm all yeah. about using it. And then if I run into something that hinders me from continue to use it a certain way, then I'll Makes look sense. at that stuff. But I am a very. Per, I'm a person who like my, my mom would. My mom would tell me that she can tell me anything she wants. She can say this will hurt. This will make you bleed or whatever. I have to do it myself. I've always been that way, and I'm still that way. Like I need to use something to really understand it, so I I, I can't just look at the back of the box and then yeah. have the full experience. That that's never been me. Okay, never been me. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that was the camera. The other thing about the camera is, if it sees a human, yeah. If it sees a dog, or if it sees a a cat. It will automatically, without you having to do anything more, capture all of the depth data automatically. Yeah, I believe it's also if you tap to focus on an object. Yes, yes. It will, yeah. But that's not automatic, though. So yeah. the other option, true, true. If, you yeah, tap, so. if you tap on something, it will also capture it. But automatically, if there's a, a person, a dog or a cat, it just captures it, whether you ask it to or not. And then using that data, you can later go in and take a look at the photo and change the focal point. Yeah. Thoughts. Yeah, it's just once again another example of tech getting out of the way and just just doing it in the background for you, right? Um per- personally, it'll be nice to not have to go to portrait mode and I can just snap photos of my right. kid or, or whatever and then go back later and, and turn it into a portrait photo or compare it like, you know what, as a portrait, you know, I like it better when it's not portrait. I like to see the background more, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So I I'm, I'm all for that. And I was sort of thinking about it like people people who use their cameras who are just like average consumers or what have you. They're not going into different modes and going into portrait and taking photos, but they have the ability now to take a photo. But then I was thinking that same person is not going back to edit that photo to make it a portrait picture, too. So mm. I wish there was a way that um, 
you take a photo, then you have two copies saved, one portrait, one regular, and then that person can decide which one they like. You know, swipe the one away you don't like type of yeah. thing. Yeah, no, you just select a photo in the, in the Photos app, and you just tap on duplicate. Yeah, or something then, like that. No, yeah. they have it. Oh, That's okay. what I'm saying. That's all you do. You like you, you tap on the three dots, and you just tap duplicate, and then it just copies. Okay. So yeah. you can, because I was saying, like, maybe That's you want cool. both versions where you're in focus, and then you want the one right. You want both of them, right? Yeah, for sure. So you can just duplicate it and then edit. So yeah. that's nice. Um, and then 24 megapixels by default now. Sure. Not 12 megapixels anymore. And I, I think you can, if you go into settings, I think you can you can pick. Oh, you can pick. So you yeah. can still choose Which the 12 if you want to. Yeah, okay. I don't know why you would want, the, but I mean, you, I think you can. Okay. Interesting. Sure. I saw that yeah. in the settings. There was a lot of stuff in the settings, though, too, that weren't talked about. I don't know if you saw that. Like, mm. um, uh, I think uh, for the pros, mm -hmm. so you can shoot pro, um, you can shoot pro raw. Um, they, they have log, SDR, HDR, and yep. log, which is something that I wasn't expecting at all. Ridiculous. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And the focal length changes on the main camera. If you mm -hmm. tap on the One X, it'll go into, I think, 24 millimeter, 28 millimeter, yep. and 35 millimeter, which is really cool. So just effective, like, I think it's 1.2, 1 1.5 yes. yep. afterwards. And, it's, and then you it's, can select which one you want to be your default. As your default, yeah. Yes. Which is kind of neat if you like a certain focal length. I don't think this will be for everyone, which is kind of cool because it's kind of not hidden, but you have to kind of tap it. Do you yeah. do you find, like, it's just to my in my head, it sounds like there's they're so subtle. 1, 1 1.2, 1.5, like... Is there really much of a difference there? I think it's just more for uh, portrait photography. Yeah. And that mm. you want to go into certain yeah. uh, and, focal lengths. And people buy lenses. People will buy a 28-millimeter lens and a 35 and a 24-millimeter mm. lens. People buy. I have a 35-millimeter lens I just use for A-roll. Like, I just okay. use that for one specific thing. It's an expensive lens I use for one specific thing. So I think for the pro model of camera, you're going to have people who are actually pros who will want things like that. And a lot of people now, Danny can attest to this, are switching to using their cell phone a lot more for pro content, for content we post on YouTube. Oh, yeah. And so, but this kind of leads me to a, to a question. When are we getting a pro camera app that can really dial in shutter speed and, and things like that, like on the actual iPhone? Because when you go into Final Cut, mm -hmm. you can actually access that information from Final Cut and it imports it to Final Cut, but you just don't have a standalone app on your phone that allows you to do those certain things. And then... The next question is, when are we getting, like, official Apple ND filters? I mean, let's take this camera thing to the next level. You know what I mean? Because I feel like we're, we're, we're right there. We have software, but let's get the hardware kind of getting there, too. And that, that, that's, I feel like you mean that's... like an actual ND, like a hardware ND filter? Or, 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 even just, or something that screws over the... Something that screws so over... A I mean, piece yeah, of hardware. Yeah, a piece, yeah. piece of hardware or even... Even built in, that'd be amazing, like a built-in indie. Don't in, put moment out together. of business, guys. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not trying to <laughs> do that, that. But I feel like there's. I feel like we're getting so close to it. Like we are. We are right there mm -hmm. where the iPhone can definitely be a B camera with with no compromises. Like we are. We are getting so close. Like we have microphones. We have everything ready to go. But it's just a couple of things, like a pro camera app. Mm. Like yeah, we start built. with the software first. Yeah, even pro, just shutter speed. Shutter speed, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, like auto, just just even just doing white balance. I know you can lock the white balance now, but you don't have really any. Yeah, yeah, you have no real control. You have no control over yeah. it. Though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we, lock it. I would love just to toggle, even if it's in the settings, you can just yeah. toggle it to a pro. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be neat because I mean, then that'd be filming, there's apps be though. Business. There's apps that do this for sure. But yeah. if you're a pro, you can't you can't afford a quick app. No, no, no. It's, it's not about afford. It's not about affordability. It's about like full support, though. It's yeah. about having it native on the actual device because Apple's going to have more access to that device than those yeah. apps would, right? Yeah. That, that's what I'm talking about. Something that can really utilize all the lenses and utilizes all the features because these apps now have to get updated to allow you to do 35 millimeter and just all mm -hmm. these things. Like I would just mm -hmm. want something. This is a pro device. Like let's let's go full in because there's a lot of pro stuff they can do. You know the the whole they're showing the the quick shooting when they're shooting 48 megapixel raw is going straight to the computer, right? Like, stuff like that shooting directly to a SSD, mm -hmm. right? Those are very high end pro things, but that we don't have the software for video to really do pro video. Yeah, that bridge is missing. I agree. I yeah. mean, we really need this. I think, but. Maybe we feel like we really need it because we do use it. Right. I mean, I find myself using the iPhone all the time to, to capture content, especially short form. I mean, there's mm -hmm. nothing like just hand-holding an iPhone and just getting that smooth footage, right? So, of course. I mean, yeah, I would love to see pro software as well. Yeah. I, I would make a, a little bit of a counter-argument that everything you said would be useful and make it better, but... I forget who it was, but even last week, someone put out a whole music video 
that was all just shot on an iPhone. For sure. And, and you just looked, you, you, you couldn't even tell. For sure. Right? So I think we're there. We're, we're at a place where you can shoot your iPhone, your content on an iPhone, put it out to public, and you're no longer in the comments seeing people saying, dude, we'll just shot on a smartphone because this looks terrible, yeah. right? That's done. Those yeah. days are over, which is impressive. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like, it used to be if you're going on a, on a, on a trip like this or you know, to, to see some content, you're taking a heavy camera, taking lenses, right, taking your tripod. And these days, a lot of those trips that we go on now, you can get by with just an iPhone. I mean, let's not lie. Sometimes, you know, you just bring out the iPhone because the dynamic range is struggling on your camera, and then you just bring out the <laughs> iPhone. Sure. You're like, yep. dang, like yep. this is already this is this is right there. So yeah. But my my thing is, but why not though? Like, why? Oh, I'm not I'm not arguing against. Yeah, yeah, but, but, why, but why not? It. Like, why not? Why not? I like it. And and, and also, you don't know what compromises they made to make that music video because sometimes, mm. you know, you see someone that has. You know, they have a phone with and they have a rig around it. Yeah. And they have things that they're making adjustments to do that. Like, a moment lens on there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's super cool. And I'm, I'm down for it. But like software, like give us the pro editing software. Like give us, let us dial in our settings. If you don't want to do the hardware, the ND, let us mm. dial in the settings. Cause, Are you talking about editing software? No, 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 no. About, I, I mean camera, camera software, like 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 shutter speed and and and, um, and white balance and, and, and all those things. And, and, and ISO, right? I mean, those those are yeah. very those are the mm-hmm. very important things when making video. Yeah, and you want the video to look smooth, to, to not look like a cell phone. Because to the trained eye, you can still tell when it's a cell phone, especially in a bright a bright area, right? I mean, try to record a helicopter outside, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to see the, the, the thing, yeah. you know, it's, it's not going to move because the shutter speed is so high right now to compensate for that, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different things that um, could be different. I'm not complaining, though, because right. I, I love mixing in iPhone footage. suggestions. And, and yeah, it's just like, let's, you know, I'm, I'm getting excited about what's here, but I'm more excited about what's next. What's to could, come. Because we're almost there. Like, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're so close to being there. That's the point I'm getting at. Okay. Speaking of that, good transition we were so close and it's finally here usb-c yes got usb-c port sure do you care are you happy very what do you feel about this i'm very happy um one less cable i have to bring when i go places and just like i just one cable to charge all my things in my life i mean you got airpods max though Okay, that's that's one thing, but I'm sure it's going to get updated with the AirPod, <laughs> AirPod Max too, you know, whatever. But it's just like I charge my MacBook with USB C, yeah, and then it's just like I can now just have my backpack of USB C cables, right? Mm-hmm. Like that that can now be my backpack instead of having that. Like, okay, let me grab a couple lightning. You know, it's just I just like things to be simple and things to be easy, and one plug that can do all your Apple stuff that will eventually happen. I think that's amazing, and and, and I'm and I'm all for it, and also. USB-C cables are pretty cheap, and I have, like, 500 yeah. of them because you buy something and it comes with one. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have to, like, scramble and find the lightning cable. So I'm very happy. Are you, though? Am See, I, this, I, hear, I hear this argument on Twitter all the time. Man. Am I'm I always what? like, are you, though? Am I what, though? Like, people are like, I have to, I have to carry two cables. Like, really? I have to carry two? I, I, two cables? Like, really? Yeah. What, two? Yeah. It, it's, not, it's not heavy? No, it's, Leave it's, it in your it's bag. Not a, it's not hard to find. It's not, it's not heavy. It's not about. It's not about two. It's a, you. You. You see my little travel case. I have a I travel it. case. It's, it's nice. I appreciate it. But I have three USB C cables and then three Lightning cables. And for some reason, Lightning cable always goes missing because I end up plugging <laughs> well, it somewhere why? or plugging it in my car. I just want to have all all of one cable, and I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. It just. It just. Why? Why so not? So for you, it's about the port. I just want to have the one cable I for this port. Simpli- I'm about simplicity. Make mm-hmm. my life simple, please. That, that that's it. And just one cable, okay. one port. I'm fine. I know there's like faster data transfer speeds. MagSafe. I, you don't care about MagSafe. I do care about MagSafe. MagSafe is fine. MagSafe and, and I have MagSafe at home, mm-hmm. but most of the time I don't carry a MagSafe puck with me. Right? I carry mm-hmm. a charging cable and a brick to mm-hmm. plug it into. Okay. And I can plug my I can plug my phone into it. I can put my laptop into it. I can plug my freaking gaming. Asus Rogue into it. I can yep. plug whatever I want into it, and I don't have to worry about, like, oh, let me make sure I got one for my phone, too. I don't have to do that. Okay, Danny, where, where are you thinking on this? Where'd you fall on this? It was about time. We needed it big time, and I think it's just going to make, even for the average consumer, I think it's going to make things easier. Now, the transition is going to be a little tough. Yeah. I can definitely attest to that lightning uh, cable disappearing. I don't know, man. I think there's, like, a little <laughs> just gone yeah. running around because yeah. I, I swear I've gone through at least 50 of those cables. Exactly. I don't know what happened. <laughs> But I think, um, you know, it's definitely needed. And I just, the only thing I would say is um, what I would like to have seen is maybe some fast charging that came with this. Mm. Because I've, I feel like 
that was a good transition into mm-hmm. USB-C, at least on the Pro models, yep. right? Because there's a controller there. And I thought maybe that would enable a little bit faster charging. Um, I don't know how you feel about fast charging or not, but uh, it does take a little while to charge the iPhone in comparison yep. to some of the other stuff that's out there. So For I would sure. like to yeah. see that. Did they? Not, so the charging did not change at all? I don't think so. No, I, I, I looked up the specs online for, for my video. It's the exact same speeds. That was kind of surprising to me because honestly, exact I thought speeds. they would step into yeah, the fast so charging too. thing with this one mm-hmm. say, okay, hey. well, the pro models will get quick charge. Right, know, so. right. We'll wait till next year. Hey, it's, there's always next year. Yeah, there's always next year. That's true. Um, <laughs> Gotta have something for next year. <laughs> iPhone, iPhone 15 is locked at USB 2 speeds. Yeah. USB 2 is, I believe, um, 17 years old. It's the same speed as what the Lightning is. Right? USB 3 is 14 years old, and we got USB 2 on the... So, <laughs> thoughts? I mean, I, most people obviously are not plugging into transfer yeah. data, right? Yeah. And I would assume yeah. the people who, who do want to plug into transfer data are likely using Pro phones anyway, and they're getting 10 gigabits USB 3 speeds. Yeah. Um, but I just thought that was funny. Like, I'm surprised. Changing honestly. the port, but yeah. we're keeping it at USB 2 speeds. It, it seemed like um, it would be easier from a perspective of supply chain and things like that to just have one port. But I guess, you know, it's a, probably about cost. Honestly. Yeah, may- maybe. Um, so USB 3 speeds, though, on the Pro phone. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting there is A17 Pro. Yes. A17 Pro, right? Which to me means we're getting two lines of mobile chips now. Next year the iPhone 16 is not going to get an A17 Pro chip because that would give it USB 3 speeds because that's where that's where the controller is. Uh-huh. So we're going to see an A17 non-Pro and an A18 Pro next year. This is I'm, I'm they didn't tell me this of course. Yeah, I'm, just, yeah. I'm speculating here. There's a Pro chip now and a non-Pro chip. Much much faster, much more enhanced GPU. And it's 3 nanometers now. 3 nanometers. Um but that GPU update is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to see some Resident Evil Village up close, and I was just like Dude, blown this is, away. This is absolutely yeah. exciting yeah. for what the gaming market has been like, mm-hmm. because it's kind of like the you think about mobile gaming and it's all the pay to play, yep. like you know that kind of stuff, the stuff that my kids are into. Yes. That kind of stuff. But now if you bring in console level games, I'm not sure what kind of magic uh, Apple wizardry they're going to be doing with the, you know, the metal stuff and everything Mm -hmm. else. But it's just this is very exciting for the market because for you to be able to play console level stuff on your iPhone and it actually be the console version is that's awesome. Yeah. And I confirm I I was like, listen, Resident Evil, is this is anything about this like mobile optimized mobile assets? And they were like, no, this is the same assets you would get on a console or a desktop. Same. Yeah. There's no difference here, and you can see it running right here on the phone. I'm assuming they're doing 720p upscaling or some kind of magic to make that happen. That didn't say. I know there's metal effects yeah. happening there, but you know, when you use metal on an M2, not even an M2 Pro, non, you know, you can get almost to max settings if you're playing a game on like a MacBook, uh, MacBook Air, um, which kind of makes me excited to see because all the m series chips are based on the a series chips right yeah so that means we're going to see these gpus in future macbooks mac studio whatever it might be essentially you know apple's been trying to to talk about gaming at their last few events right but people in you know consumers are always just kind of looking at it like what are you talking about i can i can't game on a mac I can, I can talk to Mac Gaming for a while because I was actually working on a video about trying to game on a Mac because, you know, I'm a, I'm a big gamer. I, I still mm-hmm. I still game as much as I can. I, I love gaming, yeah. right? So the hardware for gaming on a Mac is great. But the thing is, these games have to be optimized yeah. in such a way that developers would have to do this. Mm-hmm. And the problem is not that many developers are they're still not doing it because it's, it's the whole you know the, uh, the, the chicken or the egg type of thing right yeah it's like you know a developer's like I'm not spending time and resources developing a game for such little amount of people which makes sense and these little amount of people was like I want more games so it's this whole thing like someone has to break right yeah. there, there has to be a slew of developers saying all right we're gonna do it mm-hmm. but the thing is like they use Resident Evil Village as an example all the time we talked about this they use them as an example all the time because it's the perfectly optimized game they followed all the proper protocols and it scales great macbook air you could play it it works great mm-hmm. put on a macbook pro 
it looks amazing. Put on a Mac Studio. The game will blow you away. One of the best-looking games. HDR is crazy. Like, everything about it is crazy. So that's why it works so well on mobile. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, without those developers, you're not going to really utilize that Apple gaming on the phone as we're seeing in these demos, though. Yeah. Now, I could be wrong. There could be a whole slew of developers ready to go. But from my experience, the last year and a half trying to game on a Mac, I ran into that where it's just these – there's a big wiki, too, that explains, like, perfectly optimized Mm. games. And it's such a small percentage of games that works for Mac versus perfectly optimized where you have a perfect experience depending on the hardware that you have. So it's just one of those things that it's a a struggle. Yeah. I'm sure it's a struggle trying to get developers on board to do this when they only have, you know, a small fraction of gamers who are not – buying a macbook pro to game on right they're they're Mm -hmm. not buying that or you know they're 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 going xbox or whatever or they have a gaming pc so that's that that's that's my concern i love the hardware i I love what it can do i'm excited about the games but i don't think it's gonna be a ton of games that that would really utilize that that will blow you away well what's what's interesting here i think is you mentioned like the mac and the gaming community on a mac are so small right yeah which makes sense if these games are going to come to the iPhone, which has a huge user base, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and then can go up from the iPhone instead, so you you they talked about um, the next Assassin's Creed. It's not even out yet. Yeah, it's going to be there again, full console assets. It's not a mobile version at all. So my my understanding was that Assassin's Creed was one that came out a couple years ago. No. I, I think it was the original yeah. Assassin's Creed. So, yeah, my understanding of this is an older Assassin's Creed that was a console version that's coming to, no. to mobile. No? no. It is the okay. next Assassin's Creed that's not even out yet. Okay. It's not even on console yet. All right, I misunderstood. So that today. next Assassin's Creed that's not out yet will also be coming to the iPhone. The exact game. That same, game. The same right. game. Right. Which means it's going to run on Apple Silicon Max because it's running on the iPhone. Right. This is the motivation for developers. Yes. So because now the, the motivation is if you can do it for the iPhone, okay. then you can just put it on. The, now it's ready for the Mac, right? Very, very yeah. little changes need to be made. Okay. Um, and that could be what actually is the impetus to seeing more of these games come to the Mac. I hope so. Maybe. I hope so because I have a gaming PC right now that I, that I use, and I would love to just have one, one piece of computer hardware and do all my work and gaming on one spot. But I have a gaming PC that I just use for like two games. Which what I, games you playing? Halo. I'm not playing Halo with you, Neve. Wow. I'm playing, I'm playing Warzone. <laughs> okay. Playing a lot of Warzone. I'm playing a little Starfield right now. Ah, you do. You got into it a little bit. You got into it. I'm running around space. I don't know what's happening. I okay. forget. I forget a lot, but I'm running around. Okay. It's okay. okay. It's okay. It's not bad. Danny, you get into Starfield at all? No. Come on, man. No, I can't, don't, man. Don't do it, Danny. I just can't. Oh, I can't get you into got it. Got to. Don't do it, Danny. I got to keep my gaming to a very small, minimal I, level. I remember you used to come to play Call of Duty with us, and you'd end up just chatting for three hours. Like, you never got in the game. You just would chat with us. Yeah, like, Danny, this is, not, this is not Warzone chat. This is not Warzone <laughs> therapy, bro. It's like, get on here, man. We got to get like, some dubs. What's your gaming, Danny? What's your gaming looking like? Gaming is just very limited for me, man. So I try to try out some of the newer stuff that comes out, uh, you know, just testing some hardware and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, I try to play a little bit of Baldur's Gate 3. Um, but, like, you know, once I'm in a game for, like, three hours and then I'm realizing, man, you know, there's, like, kids running around and doing all this yep. stuff. I'm like, man, I got to get off this and and go and, you know, edit some video or something. So oh. it's just like I, I, I love it because I feel like it is therapeutic, though. Yeah. It sure, is like sure. you can kind of like escape and do that, but it's like it does take up a lot of timing, especially if oh, you for sure. get good or if yeah. you actually do things with it. So mm-hmm. I try to limit that just because. I got you. I got the, you. I hear you. The problem is Drew wants to play the same. Well, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Drew wants to play Halo. No one's playing Halo anymore. So I feel They're like playing I, Halo Infinite. All right, fine. Let me get on Halo with Drew. Come on, man. Let me get on Halo with Drew. I don't Fortnite. I don't little Fortnite. Nah. Nope. <laughs> nah. She, she got me on Fortnite every night. <laughs> Fortnite all the time. Um. Before we get back, uh, Starfield. Yeah. How, how many hours have you been playing? I've put it probably, not, not a ton of time, maybe maybe four and a half hours. Okay. Four and a half hours in, 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 in a week or two weeks. Decent. I mean, but, but, but the first two hours, you're going through a tutorial, so I you, know. Don't, you don't have a lot of choice. I'm, like, designing my character like I'm playing The Sims again <laughs> and, like, making myself, like, it being very like specific. look like you, though? I was working on it. I had a picture of myself taped to my monitor, like, really trying to... <laughs> I'm not joking. Bro, no, no, no. I had I was I was on my couch and I was taking selfies of myself from the side. Yeah, and I was like, to, okay, let me see how, what kind of nose do I got? I was trying to I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, like a, what are you guys doing? I'm like yeah. a ten nose. I'm like ten. <laughs> nose ten. <laughs> well it's no Starfield though, you literally like when you hit fifteen hours, it's like a totally different game. 
Okay, I'm looking forward. Like to it's that. crazy. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because you think you're okay. I got it. Ten hours in, and then fifteen hours in. It's like wait a minute. Hmm. I just already put me off to so, 15 hours. Oh, it's fun, to get, though. Come on. Oh, okay. Uh, let, let's close this out with um, iPhone uh, iPhone 15 Pro. So let's talk about camera. We talked about it a little bit already. Um, but let's talk about camera and then action button. Action button, yeah. Action button. Sure. Start with camera. I want to hear you guys' take on this camera. Yeah. Uh, one one thing they mentioned that they kind of glossed over was that uh, the lenses has different coating on it, yes. so it doesn't affect like lens flare. Because remember a couple years ago that they green, have little green, that little green, green dots, what the green the dots. Was that? So I, I'm down to try out less lens flare because when you when you used to go to ultra wide, any type of sun would like dart, dart mm. in the shot from the top. You know what I'm talking about? Would dart yep. to the top from the top, and top the corner. Reflections too. Yeah. So so mm-hmm. hopefully you know. They they've listened to reviews and they they changed the coding, which should be a lot better. I'm excited about that. Five um, X zoom I, I like because there's been situations where I wanted more zoom. Like I went to the zoo recently and doing more stuff with my kid and, and all that stuff. And like when I have my phone out, he sees I have my phone out. Yep. And getting him in different activities and stuff. And then when I have my phone out, he sees it. So it's been to snap a photo a little further away and just yep. doing more things and just having more flexibility in my pocket is kind of what I want. Um, and also video gets better. I mean, I, I love video already. I, we talked about it already, but just having that stabilization that's a lot better is something I'm looking forward to uh, with the camera. So I'm very happy about it. And also portrait mode. They talked about skin tones and things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm excited yes. to I'm excited to really dig into the portrait mode because I think a lot of the competition has caught up mm-hmm. when it comes to portrait pictures. So yeah. I'm ready to yeah. see what um, like iPhone's response to the competition catching up. In my mm-hmm. opinion, mm-hmm. Danny. Yeah. Um, yeah, the cameras, man, you know, I'm always looking forward to that. I think it just pretty much doubling up what he said with the, with the cameras. Um, it's just I, I, I still find it a little hard that it's not on the pro model, mm-hmm. you know, the, the 5X zoom. But, right. yeah, I think that, you know, the portrait mode is, is really cool or the just not, not even thinking about it. I just think about my wife when she takes pictures. She's not going to, like, swap into yeah. portrait mode. So I love the fact that now you can take all those shots and you can just change it to portrait yep. mode later. I would really love to see that come to video one day where you just mm. shoot the video and then if you want it to be cinematic mode, you can just flip a switch. That oh, would be super that would tight. Be very nice. Mm. That would That'd be, be very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that would be really cool. But I mean, you know, hey, baby steps. But yeah, I think uh, I can't wait to test the cameras, man. That's that's the biggest thing. I want to see how how much better it is than the last generation, because I, I think that's when you can really get the picture yeah. of, of how many improvements are actually being made. Right. And especially, I mean. You know, most people aren't upgrading every year, so how how much better is it than iPhone 12 or 13 as oh, well, right? Because that would be a really nice upgrade for a lot of people. Um, let's close it out with the action button. That was actually my my favorite thing that I saw. Was it? Because for me, it feels like it's that is something that like people talk about all the time. Android customize custom customization, right? Like, yeah. I want to make this phone mine, and this is a hardware button that lets you make it yours, right? Not just through whether you want to keep it as a mute switch or having it open your camera. And when and you have like sub sub menus as well. Like you might want it to open selfie camera and I might want it to open the video camera, right? And yeah. we could both do that. But then you got shortcuts in there. I think that's the big one. That's, yeah, that's huge. That, 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 opens the, that opens the yeah. door, right? That opens the door. I'm wondering, depending on your focus mode, can you change the action button to do different things? Like let's say I have a focus mode called you know, at home or I have one called at work or playing golf. And, mm-hmm. you know, each focus mode does different. I mean, uh, each action button does different when you're in different focus mode. You cannot do that. You can only use it to turn on or off that focus. But within that focus, you can say, here's what my, I want my focus to be. Yeah. So, for example, one thing you could do is, like, when I'm in this focus mode, I want my phone muted. No, for sure. And yeah. I don't need a mute switch. No, because I, I, I agree. Yeah. Software mute. I agree. But it can't, it can't do that. But one area where it does is if you use it as your camera opener then it acts as a shutter button shutter button yeah but only cool. if it's for your camera yeah because otherwise if you use it to mute and then you're in camera you're going to just be unmuting yeah. your phone right I, I agree yeah so i think this is just the beginning of it i'm, I'm sure it's going to expand a little bit later last question what are you what are you setting your action button to i don't know yet i was thinking about that probably flashlight i use the flashlight a ton i use the flashlight a lot that's like my... a senior citizen that I, is I the know, last I know. thing i expect I'm, you to say it's on the lock screen. It's right there. But, but the phone's not locked. I mean, I drop stuff a lot. And also, like, <laughs> restaurant menus, man, they're so difficult at the freaking... They got I a magnifier. Magnifier's no, an I, option I for you. I don't need the just, magnifier. Just, just blow it up. Dude, That's I, why he needs a zoom. I'm at, che- I'm at Cheesecake Factory struggling, man. Just like back zoom into that menu. <laughs> Danny, what are, you, what are you doing? Shortcutting? I think I'm going to do some shortcuts. Probably some smart home, smart home stuff. Yeah, I think it'll be neat for that. Um, even just 
car stuff would be cool too mm, as well. That's true. Oh yeah, because yeah. you can tie it into your Tesla. Yeah. Or yep. Okay. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm going to primarily use it as the camera opener. But you you just gave me. A, I mean, I want to see flashlight. No, no. Oh, okay. If if I'm in <laughs> if I'm in the home focus, can it be a smart home button? That's and what if I'm, I'm in saying. a work focus, can it? That that's kind of interesting. That's so what, we got to find out about that's that. That's what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks thanks for joining me this week. Thanks yeah, of course. Thanks special, for having special me. Special here from yeah. Apple Park. Um, let people know where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me uh, pretty much anywhere. Tech Ninja speaks or on YouTube. Uh, Kevin the Tech Ninja. Mm-hmm. And also, by the way, I have to say that I am matching this couch with my. Uh, you are. My you shacket are, is matching the couch. Perfectly. So, thank, thank you. in. Love it. Yeah, just Danny Winjet at Super Scientific everywhere. Right. If you want to know about the, these cameras on these phones, just check Danny on YouTube. Appreciate it. Kevin does some too, though. Don't don't disrespect. He does. He, uh, no no disrespect, but we know. <laughs> we know. We know. We know. We know. We know Danny's bread and butter. <laughs> Sorry.